I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to another week of Alex McCarthy's Wrestling Daily. You know how we get things started here on this show. It's Tuesday night. And that means it's phone-in night. Everybody is welcome to join. About 25 past, we will get the ball rolling. It is our favourite night of the week. Louis Dan Gore's brainchild, the Wonder Kid, is alongside me. How are you, my man? I'm good. I'm really good. I am, yeah, not much to complain about. I, uh, no, not yet. Not yet. I haven't graduated yet. Hopefully, Yeah, presumably. You will, but yeah. I'm about a week away from finishing everything. Um, yeah, good, good couple of days to look forward to. I might be meeting you for the first time this week. I knew you. I knew you was going to open with this. You were. You texted me this morning. Like I can't wait. Like I I absolutely (laughs) cannot wait. Cough, mate. I. uh, (laughs) I also have to. You were getting all giddy. I want to. I want to get it on screen that I have to meet you. All right. Um, I uh, I also have to ask, obviously, with your big day coming up tomorrow, is this why we've shaved to make yourself feel younger? Because you are listen, now... listen, listen. You're everyone not... thinks I'm oh, young. This... You're fifty tomorrow. Listen, this is a common narrative now. Your your old jibes they just bounce off me because it's well known on the world of Twitter. Everyone thinks I'm young. They it's out there. Everyone thinks I'm in my twenties. So it's because I'll act... take it. You act immaturely. It's not based sure. on your looks. It's based sure. on the way you come across that you. And, and you're the other end of the spectrum. you're the other end of the spectrum. You look like you've had a really hard life. <laughs> I have. I've had a hard twenty years. I look like I'm about. I act like I'm about fifty. Um, <laughs> but yeah, because I, uh, uh, I won't see you tomorrow. I wanted to open with that and say happy birthday for tomorrow and everyone. I know in the comments as well, especially on tomorrow's show, we'll be wishing you a very happy birthday. Um, so yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Another day, fifty-six. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm aging like a fine wine. In that case, uh, no, I um, I, I, I shaved. Because I don't know. Like, I saw a lot of comments, kind of about, and my missus also said, like, why do you keep the chin thing, right? And I've been over this before. It's not that I thought it looked great. I was very. I'm very conscious about this, the big scar that I've got underneath that. I know sitting here, you can't really see it. Um, it's uh, it's just something that, that that bothers me a bit. It was really like um, profound when it first happened. It's 
like yeah. kind of faded in with my skin now. So um, I think I might start clean shaving a bit more. This is the first wet shave I've had in ages. So do you, oh, you, do you, do you, do you not wet shave whenever you shave? Not not really. Oh, no. no, you know, a proper man. You got a proper like wet shave. Yeah, I am. I, um, I mean, it's because you know, like uh, I was growing it where it was getting thick around here, and I was just mm. kind of leaving it, and then just giving it the old yeah. once over. Um, yeah. I'm going to stop it. Anyway, 33 tomorrow. So thank you all of you for the comments I can see already and the stuff in advance. Um, I'll take it. We think I'm in my 20s. Let's just tell the world that. Let's just go with that. What Louis is alluding to is there is a press thing going on this week in London. Can't say too much more about that. But if you've got half a mind and you put together what promotions are in and around there, I'm sure you could figure it out. Um, so it looks like... AW. <laughs> yeah uh it looks like louis and i for the first time and a bunch of other journalists for that matter um will be seeing each other for the yeah certainly for the first time in a long long time uh so very much looking it's forward it's to that my first media actually no i did progress everyone does progress it counts um yeah so no i'm, I'm looking forward to it. it should be a lot of fun and then obviously we'll be we'll be bringing you any well, I'll be bringing you any bits anywhere from the Wrestle Talk side. Alex will be doing it from his Talk Sports side. Um, so yeah, should be a lot of fun. Should be good. And I am doing something tomorrow that I still can't tell you about, but I'm so excited to tell you about it when I can tell you about it. Um, it's... Is this the thing you told me about last week? That's very cool. Yes, it is the thing I told you about last week. I also appreciate Kate Crash forever telling me the chin beard wasn't the best look. I appreciate that, my friend. MJF um... agrees. MJF called you what well, you pube chin? MJF had more of a of a of a problem with the, the composition of the chin beard rather than the chin beard itself. Um no, yeah, I, I, I can't grow like a full beard anyway, so that really was it. Um I actually quite like it at the right length, but meh. I'm now looking at myself clean shaven thinking that works. I'm you look just... young. I will say you look young. Mm. These are the problems, or are they? Anyway, the thing I'm doing tomorrow, very much excited for. Um, I had a phone call earlier with the company and uh, just kind of mind-blowing. I can't wait till I can actually talk about it and fill you guys in on, on what's going on and what happened. So that'll be this summer. I can relay that information, uh, and I'm very much excited about that. But I'm also excited about the call-in tonight that is my one of my favorite days of the week i love how we get to interact with you guys uh, i know that we have a couple of you from last week who couldn't get on i know louis jotted some stuff down that we're going to have you Not if you listen. are if you are in the queue tonight you will be pushed to the front vip status so thank you very much for that um as usual if you want to get your ultra chats in i know that the phone in has become less popular for that because obviously you get to come in and say what you want if you don't want to do that if you want to remain anonymous you know, Hornswoggle, Anonymous GM and all that malarkey. If you want that, um, you can, of course, still do that method, which is WrestleTalk.com forward slash Wrestling Daily. The mud mother will then give us the goods and we will get it on screen. And while I'm here as well, thumbs up, subscribe, all of that good stuff. Help this channel grow. Because you know what happens, Louis, when we get to 15K? I do know. We are having Quizzlemania <clears throat> War Games. Good. That's one. That's one of your better ones. Yeah. Um, we've got. I don't know if you've seen. We've got SB3 on. Quizmaster I have seen. Tomorrow, mm -hmm. Representing the squad. 
So um, he'll hopefully bring in some subscribers, alert people that might just be on the parts of unknown train, alert them to our cause and bring them over. So, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that we'll get there relatively soon. We, we've climbed up a nice amount. So, yeah, should be should be hopefully not too far in the distant future that we're all on Quizzlemania as a quartet. It's going to be a summer, a summer showdown. That's what I think. Exactly. 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 I can't wait. Also, um, on that note, let's get into our titular news, Luigi. I'd like you to detail this for people. I saw you post on Twitter when you should have really been here, by the way. Um, but I saw you tweet about Jinder Mahal. Jinder is one of your soft spot guys. Never forget, Louis said Jinder should have been in the elimination chamber. Never forget. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. I, no, 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 no. You're taking this massive. <laughs> you, you love to do this. Oh, you, know, you know that I'm known for my outrageous takes. So you can get away with accusing me of saying stuff. You said like that. Yesterday. No, you no, no. Didn't say that. No, no, no. I said I would you have rather seen Jinder Mahal in than Jeff Hardy. Boom. I wasn't specifically saying that, I wasn't going to. Uh, it was like, uh, you know, I'm, I had an argument with someone yesterday, or a few people yesterday on Twitter, about Lana. And it turned into this thing where I said, Lana's actually like, she doesn't suck. She's safe, rarely botches her moves. I think she's perfectly serviceable. And that turned into me apparently saying that she deserved more screen time than Asuka. I didn't say that. Uh, yeah, I hear I hear that when words get twisted to that degree. Somebody yeah. put on my um, on my Twitter today. I said I'm still a fan of Jeff Hardy. The first comment I saw was somebody saying, "Well, that's just because of your nostalgia. His body's in rough shape, and he can't do what he used to do anymore." And I nearly replied, "What about Goldberg?" <laughs> but there you have it. <laughs> Goldberg looks good, but he can't do shit these days. So. Listen, it's yeah. not all about it's not all about what you can and can't do. There is still stories to be told with Jeff Hardy outside of he's an alcoholic. There are stories to tell. People could be used, they could be made in a story with Daredevil Jeff Hardy. But I agree. There you have it. You are picking some hills to die on lately, and I really enjoy it. Even Marie is another one. You, you're oh, yeah. really we'll, we'll, going, we'll go going to bat for diverse people. We will get on to talking about this because it's just Twitter that annoys me. It's everyone's like, oh, we were like, people are just so quick to go, right, I don't like it. Briz Joshi, uh, Louis will put it into the live chat at about 20 past, my friend, and then you can come on board. There is no link yet. It will be there at 20 past. Louis, please continue, my man. Um, so I'll talk about my Eva Marie love later, which some people have accused of me just being like when I was a 13 year old boy and she was on TV and she was which not exactly untrue. But no, I, <laughs> I, I'm joking. Um, so the titular news today is about Jinder Mahal, who we obviously saw return on Raw last night, beat Jeff Hardy, uh, beat uh, him on main event a few days later. But I mean, no one watched it a few days earlier, but no one watches main event. So this was his proper turn. He uh, hit a return. He was flanked by not Indu share as many people wrongly pointed out it was rinku from indushare and shanky i believe his name is or sankey for, uh, mm -hmm. who is another pc recruit so he's got some heavies and this is according to wrestlingnews.co going to be the start of something quite big for jinder mahal the report states that jinder is going to be set for a push uh, which will lead to a feud in the summer months with drew mcintyre the reason i bring this up uh, ring um Wrestling News.co aren't known for their scoops, 
Um, but the reason I bring this up is because I actually was the first to report last year that Jinder and Drew were set for a feud over the WWE Championship. So I know this is something that WWE wants to do. Jin, uh, Drew has I mean, multiple Drew times. Drew has multiple times. I'm sure he's told you as well in your interviews. He wants to work this. Drew is all about the story, which is why he liked working with Ziggler. Someone he's got also got history with is Jinder. So he has spoken publicly about wanting this feud quite a lot. So yeah, I think that this makes a lot of sense. It's actually quite a good feud for both because I think Drew needs to take some time away from the WWE Championship picture. He has been, I love Drew. You know that. We're, we're big fans of him. But he has been in every single WWE Championship match, bar four, since the beginning of 2020. That is quite a lot, considering he's had two reigns with the title. Like That's quite a lot of time to be in the title picture. So I do think a bit of time away from the title would be good for Drew. Maybe stepping down into that upper mid card to have a feud with Jinder could be quite good for both. The story there, when, when like Dolph Ziggler, when, when that thing happened, everyone was like, mm, not really that interested in that. But the final product was great. Uh, people like the story because they had history to go off. Uh, so yeah, I think we could be seeing a repeat of that with Drew and Jinder, and I'm, I, I'd honestly be there for it. And I asked on Twitter while I was uh, uh, lost track of time and uh, forgot that I had a show to host and was a touch late to get there beforehand. I asked Twitter, and uh, Twitter seems quite divided. So out of the 60 votes that I've had, um, 49% have said yes, they would be interested in seeing a feud. 51% have said no. Uh, Chris Mueller from uh, Bleach Report says only if they bring in Heath Slater as a special guest referee. Um, Chester has said no, it's gender. What other reason do I need? Um, so Twitter does seem quite divisive on it, uh, but not sort of overly against it. What, what, um, did, what, did, what did the other comments say, mate? That was it. Oh, no, it was it you as well. <laughs> it was you as well. You said stop tweeting rubbish and come do our show. This is because Louis tweeted this at eight. I was like, where the hell is this mm. guy? Doing these tweets. Was, no, you're yeah. right, though. I mean, I said on my radio show yesterday on TalkSport, exactly the same. Drew's been in the title picture pretty much incessantly for the past year. I think after this... Two years, new... nearly. Yeah, I mean... 18. Well, no, yeah, I don't know about that. Because obviously, once he starts, we wins the Rumble, it kind of... Anyway, um, I think it would do well for him to, to kind of break away and have a story. The only one he's really had like that is Seamus. And that actually started out for the title. Of course, it petered away. So I think um, he could do with that lick of paint. And, and you don't want fans to like turn on him because he's just in the picture constantly. Yeah. I think um, putting him in a story with Jinder is fine. Do I want to see Jinder Mahal have a massive push? No, not really. Like Jinder is... He's a lovely bloke. He really is. Like every time I've interviewed him, he is a tremendous guy. Um, really enjoy him, like him. His run as WWE champion wasn't very good. It wasn't. Um, and it wasn't I mean, his fault. He, part of it is. Um, yeah, it but I mean, he was pushed beyond his means. Well, I think anyway. Well, I, and you think all of a sudden he is now of those means. Um, no, I mean, there's I no evidence of that. I, I, to me, I don't know if Jinder Mahal is ever going to be the worker that I love to watch, and that's not like a yeah. knock. Um, I'm just saying, you know, there is a place for Jinder, right? But I just don't know if I want to see him kind of skyrocketed and then, especially the way they did it with him last time. Here's a title run, and then he didn't just like fall down the card, he literally skydived, right? It was abysmal how they treated him, to be honest. If they were going to push him in the first place, it felt kind of weird. Um, so I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I 
love Jinder Mahal or can name you three matches that he's had that are excellent. I can't. Um, do I like him? Sure. Do I want to see him push to like the main event scene? No, but I would take a story with him and Drew because I, I have great faith in Drew and those around him that they would pull out some good stuff based on all the things that you just said earlier about who Drew has worked with in the past year. So I'm fine with it. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Another thing that I, I do want to mention, Luigi, is NXT In Your House has been announced. Um, as first, first reported, by, reported by, Barstool. by Barstool. But that's not the case, is it? No, first reported by Sean. Um, not the first time. He was all over the Hall of Fame stuff uh, reporting it. I get why WWE's done this. Um, they always will. It, it, uh, I don't get too annoyed about it because I expect it, almost. I don't expect to see, as first reported by Sean Mossap, I get why WWE does it. They want the names like Barstool. They want variety. They want ESPN. They want Sports Illustrated to share their things and get the word out. Uh, it's a shame for Sean, especially, who works hard to get these exclusives and then doesn't get the credit. But uh, it, what can you do? It, but yeah, in your house next month. Pretty exciting. Um, should be should, should be quite a good show. Um, I think they're going to do like a multi-man for the NXT Championship, which is quite exciting. Seems like they're going that way. Um, I've been enjoying NXT a lot more recently now that it's focusing on its own thing. It's just NXT now rather than NXT trying to compete with AW. And I'm enjoying it more. feels last more week. like the NXT of old. So, yeah. Last week was great. Um, yeah. Absolutely was. And I think 
June 13th, of course, uh, it's, it's going to be a great show. In Your House was great last year, uh, frankly. I'm very much looking forward to it. Um, that kind of and this will have the additional crowd of the um, Capital Wrestling Centre as well, which uh, obviously just before had the performance of the crowd. That feels more like a takeover. So, yeah, should be very good next five weeks of NXT TV before we get there. Before I segue into some more news concerning NXT talent, just a reminder that the uh, call-in is going down at 25 past. 20 past, the link will go into the chat. But there is a twist tonight for the call-in. You will have to wait and see. Uh, Moving, moving Mm. along with uh, the NXT talent. Uh, Velveteen Dream. That's a dirty name in wrestling right now, Louis. Uh, What were we hearing about him yesterday? So... Uh, Velveteen Dream, according to Dave Meltzer, was backstage at the, I believe it's pronounced Euling Center. Euling? However you pronounce it. He was there, (laughs) not for Raw, but while Raw was going on, I think there's a difference. Uh, I saw some people like, oh, Velveteen's Dream is backstage for Raw. He wasn't. He was backstage at Raw. I think there is a difference Um, in saying he was backstage for the show. Obviously, he didn't appear in any capacity. Again, could be filming vignettes for a return, but it's unclear. Meltzer is not reporting that Dream is going to be called up. He did not specify why Dream is going to be there and why was that, and nothing has come out. He could have been there for meetings. He could have been there to speak to people. He could have been there. In theory, he could have been there to film vignettes for a main roster debut. Who knows? Um, But, yeah, Dream obviously hasn't been seen seen on NXT TV this year. His last appearance came in December. He'd been met with a host of allegations, which he has denied. Uh, WWE has uh, claimed to have done their own investigation in which they found nothing. Uh, obviously, uh, Dream hasn't been charged with anything, uh, but yeah, he denies those allegations. Uh, people will, will have to say what they say about Dream, uh, but as of right now, it is unclear why he was uh, at the arena uh, for Raw, I would suspect for a meeting. We've seen this before with people coming in for meetings. I think it was reported around Survivors, no, around it, sometime last year. I think Rhea Ripley was at Raw, and people like she's getting called up. And Rhea Ripley and Damian Priest were the two, and they didn't appear on the show in any capacity. So I think it could just be one of those sort of examples of someone coming in for a meeting or to speak to someone, uh, and it not really being uh, sort of to to to, to lead to anything. Um, but yeah, it's it was uh, Twitter went into a bit of a bit of a meltdown yesterday, and I guess understandably so, considering the allegations, uh, why people wouldn't want Velveteen Dream on TV. But yeah, mm. I mean, probably is a meeting with the big man himself, I would assume, um, probably to discuss future plans. I don't know that, but probably. Um, I still think it's a it's a massive uphill climb for that man. It really is. Um, I don't really have much else to say about it, to be honest. I think we've all seen I mean, the stuff. There's not much to say because we don't know why he's there. Like, it's not like we can sit here and be like, WWE shouldn't be calling this guy up. Like, we we have no clue why he was at the building. He may have been at the building every single week for the last six months, for all we know. The details around this are very unclear. Well, here is a- another moment uh wrestle scope says velveteen dream to manage by Eva let's Marie. talk about my girl now, can we that, talk about oh, my girl that makes me a little bit ill but yes we can break with me two seconds um 
Now, the reason right. I bring up that comment, <laughs> the reason I bring up that comment from WrestleScope is because that would be obviously the biggest heat magnet in history, those two together right now. Um, but it seems like WWE are heading in the opposite direction, Lou. Yeah, but I have no issue with this. So, as you can see, I'm all read everything for, for well, my girl, Eva Marie. Uh, you're I tentatively think... read at best. Um, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll turn the red off. The bit didn't work. Um, yes, I think that... So Dave Meltzer reported that Eva Marie is going to be a babyface. Her vignettes are sort of saying, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. We, you, you and I are going to have a falling out over this. Right. She has said she's a role model. They're like, not a supermodel. She, she is a super role model, um, which I quite like. It's like, you know what? It's a nice take on it. She isn't being like, oh, I'm just beautiful. She's like, no. I'm a role model. I've worked hard to get where in my career. Why should, and, and Dave Meltzer's reporting that she's going to be a baby face rather than a heel. Why should someone who has worked hard to get where they are be a heel? That's what I don't get it. Everyone, are just works, assuming. everyone works hard, Louis. Of course they do. Of course they do. <laughs> it's a ridiculous everyone thing to say. Work, no, everyone works hard, but why should someone whose gimmick is around working hard and you, working hard to get into the position that they're in. Be, you're be trying so hard to be like, it's obscene no, no, no. how hard you're trying. Yes, 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 yes. Listen, the New Day, right? Yeah. It, you can make this argument all day and have gone, when they first debuted, they were preaching positivity, right? Yeah. How could you hate that? These are three great guys, work their bollocks off, and they're telling everyone, Put good things into the universe. Come on, guys, be good people. Everyone hated them, Lou, because that is the nature of the world, unfortunately. People aren't saying their vitamins, uh, saying their prayers, sorry, and taking their vitamins and stuff anymore. So you think because Eva Marie has worked hard that we yeah. that she that this gimmick, the super role model, you think this is a baby face gimmick? No, she no, no, no. she will get booed. I will lay oh, oh. I will lay good Louis Dangle money on it. She will not be a baby face very long, if ever. Oh. Believe me, I know she will get booed. I've been fighting a one-man ship here with Eva Marie, and no one has been backing me up on Twitter. Um, and we'll get on to talking about why, because and I, I do want to say... I don't say she'll get booed because she's not good or I don't like her. That's not what I'm saying, right? Yeah. I like her, and I'm, I'm very excited to see what she can bring to the table after so much time away. The point is, even this super role model gimmick, that's a heel all day. It's a heel all day. I understand it. I do understand it. But I think that why can't this be a babyface gimmick where she tried to... Ins we have seen very little that shows she like it, it should be a heel gimmick where she's over the top in what she's saying and she's putting others down. For all we know, this could be a gimmick where she tries to help others. We don't know. This is what I'm saying. And this is... <laughs> hang on. And this what has this made is you my issue. With all okay. But what has made you think that she is this like over the like it's it's automatically a heel gimmick? I think that we don't know. She could be trying to like inspire others. This could be the root of the gimmick. But people, because and in my opinion, because it's Eva Marie and they do not want Eva Marie on their screens, they they have built this up in in their heads that it's supposed to be this heel gimmick. I think mm. people are looking for reasons not to like this before it started. Last oh, week, it, no. Last week, it was the she's got the Emelina gimmick. They've only hired her because she's good looking. This week, it's the, oh, no, her gimmick isn't that. It's actually that she's a, like a, a role model and she, she's not just looks, which is a very good gimmick. And actually, a gimmick 
for a lot of women, that's quite important to be like, you know what, you can work hard, have a su successful career and not just be but defined by your looks, which is quite important. And uh, people are just, I think, making, like trying to find reasons. The amount of people I've seen on Twitter that are so angry by this. I'm like, let her show what she can do. Let her, let her prove if she has worked hard or if she hasn't. There's no point saying Eva Marie's trash in the ring. We haven't seen her in six years. Yes, I'm, I'm she not, was I'm trash not in the that. ring. I'm not accusing you. This is my Eva Marie gripe with people. And it is right. not just an Eva Marie gripe. It's a wrestling gripe as a whole, where people are so quick now to be like, don't like that, don't like that. No, just let sh play out. Calm down for two minutes. And you know what? You might be surprised by what Eva Marie can do. If she has matches and she fails, fair enough. But if she doesn't, don't slander her for it. I just don't like how people are so quick to be like, Eva Marie sucks. Oh, okay. Well, no, that's a totally Even different Charles. conversation to what to what I was trying to have with you, right? It's not that she sucks. Nobody said that. Yeah. I'm oh, saying yeah. that this... Nobody said that. Not in this conversation, they didn't. Oh, no, no, no. That's what I'm you're, saying. You're level-headed. You're level-headed. <laughs> the point is, right, to me and the Vignettes, I, I, it doesn't come across to me as a baby face at all. And I'm looking at it objectively. I don't think anyone, right? Uh, you put that on anyone, that gimmick. You put it on Charlotte Flair tomorrow, people will boot out of the building. You put it on Mandy Rose and it would be like the Golden Goddess kind of thing, where it's like, again, that was a heel character. When, why should, well, should why should that be a heel? Be very proud of how hard you've worked, how you look. Do you see what yeah, I'm getting yeah. at? It's not, I, it's not, I'm not, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying they're bad. I'm purely commenting on the perception of what the character will be. I find it very hard to believe. And plus, I mean, frankly, I think her strong suit would be getting heel. Um, but I just find it very hard to believe that that would work as a baby face. And maybe some, sometimes a failed baby face experiment, like I guess intentionally, can lead to a great heel. If, I don't know if they're going that route or not, but alas, Listen. like Louis said, we will have to let it play out. And I hope people, re I really, and I mean this, I really hope people do give her a chance because I, I, I would hate, I would hate to, well, why, why shouldn't they? Why shouldn't they? She's been away, worked hard, built an empire of her own. Let her have a chance. Why not? The, um, the link to call in is now in the chat. So people, if you've got Eva Marie takes, send them in. But the, the reception I got on Twitter yesterday was overall negative. For I understand the optics of it when you have fired Mickey James and Peyton Royce and these incredibly talented women. I understand why people are angry. But also, this isn't Eva Marie's decision. She didn't decide that. And it's not fair to taint her with that brush. So give her a little bit of time to prove what she can do, hopefully prove she can do it well. And you know what? If she sucks, I will be the first one to say, you know what? She didn't work out. But I think it's very unfair to say she sucks before she's given the chance to even show if she has. Sure. We hear you, Louis. On that note, Good. I'm leaving. This is the end of the show for me. Uh, much to the surprise of everyone. I am exiting, but look at what a great replacement. There we go. Hang on, hang on, hang on. A shocking there debut. <laughs> Look at that. Hello, Louis. Hello. Hello. Hello, everyone. Yes, Alex is off. Alex is off. Um, or just got incredibly better looking. Younger, more charismatic. <laughs> um, and I got blonde and turned into a girl. So um, we're here now to do the uh, call-ins, obviously. But before we get there, Steph, how are you? Yes. 
I am very good, thank you, Louis. How are you? As you can tell, because you've been sat backstage for a little while, a little bit angry with this whole Eva Marie thing. Uh, give me, but before angry. we get into the call-ins, <laughs> before we get into the call-ins, give me a little bit of your take on this whole Eva Marie stuff, the 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 uh, backlash Ooh. she's been getting on Twitter before she's even yes. been able to do it. You know what? I'm not. I'm not actually going to try and convince you. Tell us uh, your Eva Marie. <laughs> Uh, your Eva Marie opinion before we get into the callings. Am I excited about Eva Marie coming back? Absolutely not. No. Um, my favorite Eva Marie moment ever is on Total Divas when she celebrated being drafted to Raw, but she was actually drafted to SmackDown. Um, so more of that comedy would be good. However, um, this whole thing about firing Mickey James and the Iconics and then bringing back Eva Marie absolutely looks so bad. But um, as you said, that is not Eva Marie's fault um, at all. It's not her fault. My main problem is the gimmick evolution. <laughs> Sounds like evolution looks like many, many gimmicks we have seen and feel in the past. Um, I hope that she's improved in ring i hope that she's put the work in and we'll see what she can do we'll see what she can do obviously she's has made a career for herself outside of wwe good for her on that so now she's coming back let's see if it's a big improvement and yeah but i don't know there's so many great women in wwe that aren't given a chance and then we're back to eva marie and the sexy girl gimmick again it's going to be interesting over the next couple of weeks to see what gimmick she takes. I don't know if it's going to be the sexy girl gimmick because like her promo last night seemed to be like, no, I'm not just going to be like the supermodel. I'm going to be the role model. So maybe she's got some depth to it, which is kind of why I was like, mm. okay, that's a good sign. If she was like, I'm just a supermodel, like posing like, and that was all she was doing and wasn't like trying to like do the other stuff. I'd be like, okay, this isn't looking good. Mm-hmm. Um, but all right, let's get into the callers and see what you guys have got to say about all of this stuff. Um, let's first dive in with Tyler. Tyler, you ready? Give me a little thumbs up so I can see. I can see you're ready. Tyler, how are you? Uh, I'm good. Yourself? Very good, thank you. Very, very good. good. But I want to hear from you very quickly, as you are our first caller. Uh, Eva Marie, thoughts? Yes, (laughs) no, happy, excited, (laughs) sad? Put me... Pressure on me there, being the first caller, but... Louis, I'm... are you sponsored by Eva Marie? I'm not, <laughs> I'm not. But I could always do with a few new sources. If Eva Marie wants to talk to me, she's more than welcome. No, I just don't like how like people are just so negative early on. Yeah. But go on, Tyler, over okay. to you now. So, so obviously, right at the beginning when she, was at, when she was on SmackDown, she had the gimmick where she would have the obnoxious entrance and then she wouldn't come out. That was fine. That was great. Like, you didn't have to see her wrestle. But we've obviously heard that she is now, like, training to wrestle and everything like that. I'm I'm quite optimistic about it, really. Okay. I'm quite optimistic to see what she's going to do. I don't care if she comes back as a babyface or a heel. It's... Yeah, I don't really care. It's... It, raw in the minute it's been... I'm not going to swear, but it's been terrible. Yeah. Since post-Mania, it's been terrible. Even before Mania, it was terrible. Because there's no character development at all. They've turned Rhea Ripley into just a person now. She has no character whatsoever. 
and she's the women's champion for crying out loud. Like, how can you not have a character for your champ for your main women's champion on your own brand where you you watch where you watch SmackDown where Bianca Belair's actually got a decent character? Yes, they fudged up all the story with them being in like six thousand matches with Nia Jackson Shayna, but they're they she still had a character. She doesn't feel like just a person there. She has a character. And the 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 raw booking hasn't been good, particularly the women. Like, and it even seeps over to SmackDown. Like when you're watching SmackDown, good show. You've got the good mid card stuff with the Intercontinental mm. Championship. You've got the amazing Roman Reigns stuff. You've even got the uh, um, uh, Bianca Belair and Bailey stuff, which I quite like. And then you have that little like raw twenty minutes where um, like, where, yeah. where you get the women's tag stuff, and you're just like, get this raw nonsense out of my lovely uh, SmackDown. Keep keep the women's tag titles to Raw exclusively because it is it is messing with SmackDown. I I like Tamina. Obviously, Tamina, I think Tamina's great. She should have been she been, should have been pushed ages ago. But they're now now finally because she got cheered at WrestleMania, they're finally doing something with her. But it's with Nia and Shayna. I'm not blaming Shayna or Nia because it's their booking. But they're it, them in a vacuum, it sucks the energy out of every every little storyline there is. And yeah. They suck every other storyline in as well. Like you can't have, you can't have the triple threat that at Backlash go on without them being involved with the tag team matches over on Raw. It just winds me up. Yeah, and it's kind of annoying. And the other thing, I I come on here with another another gripe as well. Jinder Mahal is my other okay. gripe. I True. cannot stand the. I cannot stand him. It's the character, the personality from him. I cannot stand it. He should have never been a champion. I mean, this is the other thing as well. I don't wish on anyone being released, but they released Samoa King Joe, sorry for swearing, over Jinder Mahal. Like, okay. they have... The, the Samoa Joe thing, I will always say, I think they just weren't going to clear him and he thought he could get cleared elsewhere. I think that's what it was. But Steph, are you also in the anti-gender camp? Is he one of your Seth Rollins, Fiend, Dexter Loomis? Is he in that little like cupboard that you want to lock away and throw into a river somewhere? Mod mother now, that... I do apologize for swearing. <laughs> well, thank you for apologizing. I personally have never heard that word before, so I'm deeply offended. Um, and yeah, uh, ex sorry, expected yeah. a ban coming your way. Only joking. But um, so my little cupboard where I lock away the people I don't like, um, actually, it's so tiny that Seth isn't even in that cupboard. He's not reached that level, the get in the cupboard level. Ginger is not in the get in the cupboard level either because he's someone who I don't think enough about. You know, when people say it's worse to not have an opinion on someone than to hate them. Well, Ginger, you're in that camp. Um, when Ginger was champion, yeah, that was that was bad. And he should not have been champion. Now that he's back, my first reaction to it was he, he came back on main event. Wow, that's... That's a that's a way 
<laughs> that's not the best, is it? Uh, that shows kind of where he is. But then when I saw him on Raw, it's like they were they were bigging him up like a possible contender. So I thought, oh no, no. So I'm not excited for Jinder. I actually, I give your girl Eva Marie Louis a, a shot at being better, more exciting, and entertaining than Jinder Mahal. I'll take that. I'll take my love oh. for Eva Marie wherever I can get it. But Tyler, we've got a lot of callers in the uh, in the back end, so I'm going to have to say goodbye to you, but we yeah, will hopefully well, see you, you next much. week. Yes. Thank you, Tyler. Thank you. Let's get to. I can only. Oh, I can only see pretentious movie s. So we're gonna have to uh, make sure that there's no swears at the end of that name. Uh, pretentious movie s. Uh, what are we going for? It, it used to have that, but uh, I switched it over to sheet because I realized that uh, you, you can't market something that that has a swear in it. Uh, as uh, you, you know, you guys know. You can't. By the way, Man, how are you? Oh, I'm doing all right. How are you guys? I'm good. I'm good. Very nice. What's on your mind? Well, first of all, I hope my audio isn't crap. I realized that uh, I, I didn't have my earphones with me. But uh, for Eva Marie, I'm here for her as a wrestler. Uh, however, like character-wise, totally disagree that she should be a face. I, I didn't see Raw last night. I didn't see her role model promo. First of all, we already have two other role model gimmicks in the world of wrestling, one that's already in WWE. We we don't need more. Yeah. So uh, yeah. there's that. I guess um, she suits I... the heel more as well because she's like naturally not quite dislikable because, I, I mean, I don't know her personally. She could be quite nice, but because of how successful she is, how good looking she is, she does naturally have suit more of, I guess, a heel type. Certainly, like no, no one likes someone that's going to come back and say, "Hey, I'm so successful. I was so successful when I left. Here's how I did it. Let me inspire you." Like, no one's going to like that. No one except me was inspired by Bo Dallas. You know, people don't like that inspirational. I gimmick, was. Do they? I was. Oh, uh, were you? Do we? We should have known each other then, and we could have worn believe T-shirts together. I had one and a sign. <laughs> But go on. Well, uh, so Eva Marie as a heel is is where your mind is at. You think she's suited as as being on that side of things better? At, at least for now. I, I think that what she left with in uh, around 2016, I guess it was, just it it that's where the fans are at with her, at least character wise. In terms of people not wanting her back whatsoever, totally disagree with that. I'm I'm with Louis uh, on that one. Uh, I, I think that a lot of it's probably based kind of misogynistically, honestly. And uh, like, yeah, I don't know. Um, definitely, definitely with that. And, and real quick, I also wanted to bring up on the women's tag team uh, championships that while I'm super glad that they're getting more TV time than they did maybe like half a year ago, that it's not good TV. And I'm starting to wonder is is less or is is less TV just better than bad TV or presentation? I understand what you're saying. Yeah, it's like 
they weren't on TV, but they also weren't being booked badly. Like now it's actively bad TV. Uh, I just think that there are not enough teams right now. And WWE just doesn't know how to book the women's tag division as its own thing. It is really yeah. messy. I, 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 do, I don't know a way around it other than just shutting the division down. And that is such a they shame. Barely... I know... Go on. No, they barely know how to book the men's tag team division. Um, and that yeah. had like ready-made tag teams in it. Then when you got to the women's tag team division, you had the Iconics as really the most genuine made tag team. And people weren't happy, of course, the time when they won the belts. But like real tag team makes sense. Then it just became all this like silly booking that they do where you two have to be friends. You two are both blonde. You should be a team. You two hate each other, be a team, like stuff like that, which just really doesn't work. And I know everyone knows how terrible it was to release the Iconics, but it's kind of even worse when you think that they have this tag team division. They release their only like proper, proper tag team. And I think the best thing they can do with it is to take some people and focus on making them proper tag teams. I don't see them doing that, though, because they're just always going to be obsessed with singles and obsessed with breaking up tag teams and putting together makeshift tag teams. It's never going to be a, a proper division. So I'm, I'm going to pose to you guys each uh, a, a question. Um, you've got, like, the book. You can you can push one women's tag team for a feud with Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, just those two that you think can sort of get the division on the right track? Because for me, it's the Riot Squad. The fact they're actually been a team for longer than three minutes. Uh, people want to see Liv Morgan. They want to see Ruby Riot. So for me, it would be those two. Uh, I, I mean, I, I don't think there's any better teams. But for you guys, uh, obviously, Steph, anyone that you think sort of a better team? Oh, man, 100% the Riot Squad. Um, I'm pretty sure I predicted them to, wrongly predicted them to win at Mania when I was with Me you. Me too. Um, I agree for the exact same reasons that you've said. Uh, you need a proper tag team. Those girls um, have it. They've been together for years now. They, ne they never do anything proper with them singles anyway. So why not make them a proper tag team and, and go with it? How about you, man? Uh, is it also, are you also a lover of the Riot Squad like Steph and I? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I can't imagine really, especially since they have diminished their tag team pool and have just arbitrarily broken up so many people. But even then, over the, the past few years, the Riot Squad has stuck out. Uh, I have absolutely adored Liv Morgan ever since NXT. And I, I didn't know of uh, Ruby Riot until she came to the main roster. I wasn't watching NXT at that time, but she's outstanding as well. And they both have such a personality. They mesh well, really, together. And I, I cannot, if we do another uh, challenger champion, can they coexist tag team championship uh, challengers? Uh, it's they, They've done that, I swear, three times this year, in the past year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was with Sasha and Bianca. I think even Sasha and Carmella at a point when they were feuding and then they had um, Rhea Ripley, they had Asuka as well. Yeah, you're completely right. It's just, it isn't, it isn't, it isn't good. But man, thank you very much for coming on. We're going to get some other callers, but we will hopefully hear from you soon again. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Uh, we're next going to go to Briz. Briz, how are you? Hello. 
Bye. Hi. Thank you. Um, hello. It's lovely to see you, Steph, here. <laughs> what a Hi, surprise. Hi, nice about, to see you. <laughs> what about me? He sees you oh, all the time, Louis. You really are great. always great, Louis. You are always great. This is true. This Steph is, is true. new here. <laughs> Steph is new here. Steph is. Uh, how, are, how are you, man? Anyway, anything on your mind about Raw, about any of the, the stories we've discussed today, or anything okay, else? Really? Um, I have not been feeling well, but my students forced me to come here today with their question. Actually, today I'm on behalf of them. Okay. <coughs> Sorry. Yeah. Uh, we were having a light debate about uh, Eva Murray, actually, in today's okay. class. And things got very heated, especially okay. with the young ladies. Uh, they think that it is diminished. Uh, like uh, they are moving way, uh, sorry, uh, English is not my first language, so please pardon me. Uh, they really think that it is diminishing for women's evolution. Especially they are giving Eva Marie's name an evolution. Yeah, like, I mean, uh, Steph, they have for done you, great so far. They have done great I mean, so far with women's division. But yeah, this thing is scary. Especially, uh, this is not my opinion. Actually, I think it can be, uh, it can work, but they have tried this gimmick so many times that uh, it is confusing and sad, actually. It it is, it is. I guess something that you and I, as men, like we we yeah. can't really talk about. So, so Steph, I want to throw to you on this one, um, yeah. as someone that. And, has grown uh, up I in... wanna I wanna add one more thing, a specific thing, uh, for my one of my students. Uh, she uh, said this, and it got me thinking that like uh, about body positivity, uh, like uh, if from men's side, you have Keith Lee, you have Kevin Owens. That, that's not a cookie cutter body type. They are not yeah. cookie cutter body type, as per Vince McMahon. But on women's side, they don't have anyone. And Nia Jax, man, don't get me started on that. I mean, because Steph. The booking. Yeah, the booking's not good. But Steph, for you, obviously, as someone that has worked in this male dominated field for so long, uh, do you yes. think the Eva Marie gimmick? Is damaging to the to the work that wrestling as a whole and WWE in 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 their own way has done mm. for women's wrestling. Mm. I wouldn't want to place all of that on Eva Marie, especially before we've seen this gimmick play out. When I saw the video, though, um, I know it seems that she may have this layer of the the motivation but it did as i said just come across as another like sexy girl gimmick but i think yeah. with wwe's uh women's evolution and what they've they've done for the women like things are so much better especially um since i started watching uh, things were really bad but things are a lot better nowadays but i think there is still a problem of women not being allowed to be more than one thing so we're still getting these kind of diva throwback types that that's kind of who who they are and i think as fans um the, i think a lot of fans see divas with a negative connotation like the divas prevented women from being proper wrestlers uh, i think that's really unfair on women that were divas that it wasn't their choice at all but i think if you're bringing in eva marie to do 
that kind of gimmick again. It, it just, I think it's not going to sit right with a lot of people and they probably do have to realize that, that we have moved on a lot from that. So if Eva Marie comes out and she is like this really badass woman who can say like, I'm a, I'm a boss. I did all this outside of WWE. I'm coming to like show you how you can be a great, powerful woman too. That would be cool. But we'll see if that actually happens. But certainly I can see people's problems that they have with Eva Marie and the gimmick that she may have been given and maybe what they think she represents. But I certainly wouldn't put that on Eva Marie because it's not her fault. I, I agree because with see, you. Brace, go. Young, because uh, young guys, especially teenagers, uh, one of the students commented about her looks and all that. A misogynistic comment that I don't want to share here. And uh, it all started the whole debate. And it got me thinking that uh, personally, I'm, I'm not accusing Eva Marie of that. Eva Marie is not at fault here. She is just playing her part. Yeah. It's the booking's fault. The booking is, uh, I'm, I seriously don't think that they should, they should try this. The, the thing is, as, as well, and I do want to touch on this as, as a topic as a whole. Yes, some people in WWE, men, women, and not only WWE, AW, Impact, and actually every job where you're maybe on screen, like an actor or an actress or, or a singer, people are hired based on their looks. It is, it is a fact of life. Record labels will sign people not just for their music talent, but for the, for the way they look, if they think they are marketable. If like a boy band is good looking... The, the record label goes, realistically, they're going to be a hit with the girls and they're going to go over quite well. Yes, it, it's it's misogynistic and it is wrong to look at people based just on their looks and not their talent. But it's a fact of life that it's involved. But as you said, that isn't Eva Marie's fault. When we're sitting on Twitter and people are going away, Eva Marie was just hired for her looks. Be it true or not, that's not Eva Marie's fault. And I think that people are very quick to to judge. And you know what? If she has been hired because she has a great look, fair play to her. That's something she's used. Fair play to her. But, Briz, thank you very much. We've got a lot of calls to get through today. But it's been lovely hearing from you. And I hope you get better soon. Thank you very much. I love the idea that you were speaking with this class, like Eva Marie. Um, Yeah, I know. (laughs) Next, we've got Carissa. Are you ready, Carissa? We're going to go for a yes. Perfect. Carissa, how are you? Doing good. How are you doing, Louis? I'm good. I'm good. I, I'm, I'm very good. Anything on your mind at the moment that you want to you wanna sound off? Can we talk about blood and guts? We can talk. Listen, listen. I'm just going to step back here, and I'm going to let you and Steph, the, uh, the two Miss Dynamites, uh, j- just run with this. So go and talk to us. Blood and guts. I take it you loved blood and guts. I liked and disliked it. Okay, go on. Talk to us. I hated the camera cuts so freaking badly. And I I don't know. I I did like it a lot. Like, it was a great main event. I loved it. But the camera cuts just, you know, made the people lose interest in the show itself. And I I loved it a lot though, but I just hated the camera cuts so 
Steph go on. I've actually not spoken to you about this personally. So give us your yeah. thoughts on Blood and Guts as a whole and also the camera cuts and I guess overall, which leads into the finish as well, the sort of production of the match. Yeah, I love the match so much. And my only problem is the camera cuts. Uh, like I've spoken about this a lot this past week, but the camera cuts for me just let it down. I thought the match was really good. I thought they did a good job of showcasing everyone in that match really well. I would have liked to have seen a bit more Wardlow though, but the only thing that takes it down for me is the camera cuts. It was unfortunate. There were a lot of better angles shown on Twitter that I wish they had gone with. As far as the actual story of Sammy saving Jericho like that and MJF still pushing him over, love that. I love that kind of storytelling, but the camera cuts let it down. The thing is as well, and I think people haven't appreciated this, AW for a year on is way more, like two years on, is way further ahead than it should be. Like people forget this is still a new company. This is the first match of this scale that AW has produced. And they are new to making TV. So we can't expect that. We can't hold them to WWE standards when we're talking about production because WWE's been making TV for 30 years. And I, and I trust AEW to learn from their mistakes as well. And in terms of uh, making sure that stuff like this doesn't happen again. But something I wanted to ask you, Chris, obviously, Steph and I are in the UK. We watch on fight. Uh, we didn't have any commercial breaks, but I know a lot of people in the US had a lot of issues with the commercial breaks. Yes. Uh, what was it like for you watching the show? Did that take you out of it? And do you think overall that the match maybe should have been moved to uh, double or nothing, which is just a couple of weeks away to sort of not have the issue of having to sort of stop every couple of minutes for an ad break? Because you Americans, I don't know, I don't know what it is, but you lot love an ad break on TV. There are more ad breaks in American TV than there should be. But uh, did, did that take you out of it at all? Honestly, it did take me out of it, but I tried avoiding commercial as much as I could just to watch that picture to picture to concentrate more on the main event since it was the most overhyped match I've ever seen from AEW. And yeah. I don't think it really took me out as much, but I tried my best to lose interest in the commercial, gain more interest interest into the the match itself. It, it, it's hard, but yeah, I, I think they did the right thing not having this on pay-per-view. I think it was the right time for it. But Carissa, thank you very much for jumping on. We will hopefully catch up with you soon. And next, we are going to go to Callum. We're rattling through these. Uh, Callum, how are you? How about yourself, Nugget? I don't like Nugget. Nugget Nugget's not, Nugget's not a name here. Uh, but yeah, anything on your mind at the moment wrestling-wise? Talk to us. Well, on one game the other week, I went to publicly apologize due to the foul language of behavior that Mr. Tyler Woodward has produced on this fabulous show this evening. I will be having words with him. It, it was foul language. It was foul language. Foul, foul language. It's never, especially in front of Steph. Of all folk. Steph's getting all the love today. We might have to have her back on these call-ins. But, um, but go on. What's on your mind? <laughs> um, we spoke about well, I heard right at the end, Double Nothing's coming up. Cody did announce there's supposed to be something big happening at Dynamite on Wednesday night. Is this potentially the, I don't know, the a Casino Battle Royale or like a ladder or some sort of gimmick match that's potentially happening? Steph, where do you think this is going? What do you think Cody's big announcement what? is on Dynamite for Double or Nothing? I think it's his opponent. 
who it will be. And I think it's going to be Anthony Agogo. Yeah. And I think then Cody's going to go, go, go away for a little bit um, afterwards. because bad. I think It was really bad. That was really good, Larry. Uh, I think he's putting him over. Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. Um, I think it's it, that looked to be what they were leading to last week when he punched him after the QT match. So that's what I expect to happen. And oh, if, if that is the plan, Callum, are you happy with that? I would actually like to see Anthony Agogo in a wrestling match. I can he's only had a few with the Knights family previously. Yeah, but he's never Billy really Gunn, I what think. He... Yeah, he hasn't really shown what he can do in the ring on such a global scale. Yes, I've heard, I've heard rumors. Don't take this as take this with a pinch of salt. Supposedly, the Co- the Cody Anthony Agogo match is happening, but. Anthony is supposed to be going away for surgery, and then is not. Then Cody is supposed to be going away because I believe Brandy is actually quite close to her due date. If I, I, I think it was due sometime like this summer. I mean, I don't know specifically, but it's going to be interesting nonetheless. Yeah. And obviously, we got uh, the big match on Dynamite this week as well between Orange Cassidy and Pac, where the winner faces um, Omega. Kenny Omega. I was quite surprised by this match, but then when you look at the rankings, you're like, no, it quite kind of yeah. makes sense. But um, before before we um, before you head off and we we get another caller in, give us your quick uh, pack orange Cassidy. Who are you hoping see walk out of double or not uh, walk out of dynamite with the double or nothing match? Story wise, it has to be Orange Cassidy. Okay, are you in agreement, Steph? Yeah, I've been saying Orange Cassidy is Kenny's opponent for weeks now before they even announced uh, Cassidy versus Pac. So, yeah, I think it's They're listening Cassidy. to you. They're listening <laughs> to you. Callum, thank you very much for jumping on today. We really appreciate no it. Um, we're going to get to a few more here. Uh, Michael Marone. I hope I pronounced that right. Michael, can you What's hear up? us? Yeah, I can hear you. Perfect. Uh, nice to see you wearing a mask. I, I don't think we can catch COVID virtually, but uh, nice to see that nonetheless. Uh, how, how, how are you holding up? Uh, and anything on your mind wrestling rated that you want to ask to us or bring up that we've spoken about? Um, <clears throat> I mean, I'm pretty shocked they released Mickey James and then they brought Eva Marie back. Like, why would you do that? Like, I think the thing as well is we have to consider it was reported, I believe, and uh, St- Steph might might be able to back me up on this. It, it was reported last year that even Marie had resigned, right? And I know she didn't debut until recently, but this seemed yeah, like it was in the works for a while. Prior, it's to not it. a one in one out situation, you know. I think people have to remember that it's not one in one out. It, it's it's not like WWE has gone right. Even Marie's coming in. We need to get rid of someone. It's not like they got like a certain amount of space in their wardrobe and they're like, right, we need to get rid of some people before we get some more people in. Like, no, I, I don't think they're related, but I do understand the, the issues that people have. Well, so, so for you anyway, yeah, they show Eva Marie, instead of, I was going to say, are you happy to see Eva Marie there or are you, are you sort of, is it, is it the whole thing? I mean, yeah, Marie's I mean, I haven't been more. Oh, He's back. To be honest. Oh, he's gone. Okay. We're going to go to Bubba here, who I know, and I'm not just calling him in here because he's got the, the brand new Wrestling Daily shirt on. 
Nice. Uh, lovely shirt, that. Bubba, how are you doing? How are you, How's university going? I finished last Thursday. Oh, lovely. I'm sure Mod Mother Jenna is very much appreciative. Oh, yeah. that you I'm are. basically it's... available every stream except I'm taking Thursdays off. <laughs> taking Thursdays off to watch uh, AW, of course. But how are you, man? Anything on your mind, uh, wrestling related, not wrestling related, that you want to ask Steph? Because I know Steph's getting a lot of love here. But yeah, anything that you want to bring up? I love um, wrestling. We've had enough wrestling talk. And mostly negative, let's be honest. As in positive, which brings on negative connotations through people. It does. It does. But yeah, it's, it's, I guess, and I tweeted this yesterday, and it's part of a wider discussion. I know people are generally quite negative about Raw, but this is the show that I grew up watching, that Steph, you grew up watching, that you as well, you grew up watching. So we all want it to be good. We want to watch Raw and enjoy Raw. But right now, we just, we can't. And uh, I think that that is a problem. But and I want to pose this to you guys as well uh, while while we've got you here. Um, if we, you could say one thing to WWE, you could suggest one sort of thing to fix. What is your big issue with WWE, particularly Raw at the moment? Because NXT and SmackDown are pretty good. So we'll start with you for that one, Steph. What's your sort of one Raw? I know. And it cannot be get rid of The Fiend because I think he's kind of gone now. But um, for you, what, what, no, they, what, what they, is... They, they, made him in female form to destroy the women's division that's what they've done there. but what's your what's your sort of uh advice for wwe or your or your suggestion to help things um book with more consistency look more to the future and make more paths of opportunity for people so it doesn't always seem like every week we are shuffling the same couple of people in their little separate decks make make clearer paths like make it i'm not saying like be like aw but they throw up you know different combinations every week we're not left seeing the same people doing the same things even you know they're wondering about who's going to be kenny's opponent that you know stuff like that i I wish wwe kind of that it wasn't just every little scene is just like the same three people over the title and the same you know it just always feels like the same yeah, I, I I agree with that. It feels very repetitive. With AW, we've only had one one match in back to back weeks. Where with Raw, mm-hmm. it seems like I can't remember the last time we didn't have a match that we'd seen that that like that month really. But uh, for you, man, what's your suggestion? What's your what's your sort of one piece of advice for WWE? More creative freedom, just to a certain extent. Let them pitch their own ideas because everything seems forced on the wrestlers well you look at rk bro i'm that's the best thing on raw and that came from randy like yeah let them give right. pitch ideas and actually give it a chance because you are right I, a year ago that wouldn't have worked for some people but it's working now and yeah. it's because I think randy's it, interested there has to be a certain level where someone at the top is making the decisions being like no that's not going to work but i i do agree with you I think giving the wrestlers more autonomy over their characters will mean they care more and will mean that the storylines are better. But, Bubba, thank you very much for hopping on. Uh, final call today. Uh, we will get to the others next week. I will make a list. 
I couldn't have Stephanie on the show and not get our good friend John over from WrestleScope. John, oh no, John, how are you? I'm doing good, Louie. How are you doing? Steph, always good to see you, my dear. Hey, hey, John. <laughs> nice to see you. So, Louie, are you in a better mood today? Because you seemed really cranky on Twitter yesterday. <laughs> I was in a bad mood yesterday on Twitter. Okay. I was in a bad mood. Uh, okay. But I'm well, better now. We'll, we'll leave it at that. Hey, I, I want to talk real quick about the uh, the story that came out late last week about whoever it was within WWE that said that blood and guts basically took wrestling back 30 years. Now, I don't think that person, when they spoke, really thought about this, that 30 years ago was 1991. Look how bad wrestling was in 1991. We were still in the cartoonish era of WWF. Hulk Hogan was still floating around. Um, I think we were still in the time of the honky-tonk man being there and so many other things. And WCW was just brand new. They had just taken over for NWA, and they were considered Southern wrestling. So I don't think we've gone back to that level. Um, but I think where we are right now is if you look at AEW and WWE, AEW is comparable to 1985 to 1989 NWA pre-WCW. And WWE is a lot like late 80s WWF with bad storylines, cartoonish things, you know, The Fiend, Alexa Bliss, Reginald, all this stuff. Uh, it, I don't know. It, everything is a mess right now. I, I have turned into a huge AEW fan because I am a wrestling fan purist i'm a wrestling traditionalist and i appreciate the wrestling the storylines are too repetitive in wwe right now minus what's going on with roman reigns and everything surrounding him and i, I could go on for an hour talking about what's wrong creatively with wwe it's it, it the report uh, that wwe thought that it took wrestling back 30 years and I know PW Insider since corroborated this, saying that people in WWE were not impressed. Um, it's not the sort of thing that WWE wants to do. And I get that. It's not WWE's wheelhouse. They're not going to do a match with that kind of violence, no. with, with the blood. It's just not what WWE's going to do. So I understand why from their stance, they feel like it's set wrestling back 20 years. And I understand from AEW's stance, while they're like, you know what, this is the alternative. We're new. We're going sort of back to that WCW, NWA vibe, but we're also bringing in new fans who want to see something different to Raw. So I understand why both sides are of their mindset, but Steph... I know, I know you were a fan of the match. Uh, what did you think when you sort of saw the WWE comments uh, or sort of, uh, let me just say, reported comments because no one from WWE publicly came out and said this, and it's quite important to stress that. Um, but for, for you, what was your uh, sort of reaction when you read these reports? Well, first I just laughed because it's a really dumb thing to say. Um, and if they didn't like the match, they didn't like the match. I can I can see them not liking the match, whatever. It's different taste. Uh, did the match take the business back 30 years? No, but I do think the cartoony stuff WWE does takes the business back. But I think what AEW is presenting, and this is not just because Blood and Guts was very violent. Um, it was. 
But as far as storylines, like what John was saying, AEW is presenting a product for adults. And right now, WWE is presenting a product for kids. So that match and AEW is not taking the business back 30 years. It's presenting a more serious, less cartoony wrestler that wrestling that um, not just older people will be more into, but, you know, people that, that like that kind of stuff and don't need to see stuff that seems so clearly you know like it's for kids or like lowest common denominator so yeah i mean aw i'm sure they get something out of that because they got blood and guts out of what vince mcmahon said about them anyway so next match will be <laughs> take the business back 30 years match and we'll see what time machine match. yeah but john machine. thank you very thank you very much for thank you guys gonna, appreciate everything you do wrap up here uh, again, sorry to the callers that we didn't get to today. Let me just change over the layout. There we go. Uh, thank you very much to everyone that jumped on. Thank you to Steph, obviously, for covering in the place of our good friend Alex, who just had to leave. Um, and to the callers we didn't get to, we are going to obviously get to you guys next week. I'll make a note. Uh, but Steph, uh, before obviously we'll be seeing you in just two days' time with Alex Ooh. on the show, but... Have you had anything going on the last couple of days that people can check out or anything coming up before Thursday that you kind of want to draw people's attention? Yeah. Well, if you're not exhausted by Blood and Guts uh, talk, you can check out my review recap up on my YouTube. Um, I went 90 minutes <laughs> on. Um, Did you the just talk about the match Dynamite? Dynamite? Um, dynamite, but it was mostly the match. Like there was a lot, um, I had a lot to say. Uh, my viewers had a lot to say. So yeah, that's up there as well as an interview with MSK. Um, and yeah, catch me with Alex on Thursday talking about this week's Dynamite, which is going to be huge. And I think we're going to get a new TNT champion. I think we are too. So do I. Yeah. Um, yeah, hopefully, uh, well, I mean, I say hopefully it'll be a good show. When is it not with AEW? Um, I was going to say, are you interviewing Chris Jericho anytime soon? Because every time I check on Twitter, it seems like you've got a new interview with Chris Jericho out. So you haven't got one lined up with him next week? Not next week, but in time, in time. <laughs> you must have him on speed dial at this point. He's like, oh, Steph, hi. you must be on like first name basis. Are you going over for dinner when like the whole lockdown <laughs> Um, only if I can learn a musical number. I'm sure you can. I'm sure you can. <laughs> Guys, thank you very much for joining us on this edition of Wrestling Daily. We love having the call-ins. It's so great to chat to you all, uh, everyone that makes this show what it is. Um, so Alex will be back tomorrow with SB3 recapping um, NXT. I'm sure having a nice debate amongst themselves. And then Steph will be here on Thursday with Alex talking about what I'm sure and looks like an absolutely ram-packed uh, episode of Dynamite. So guys, thank you very much for joining us today and we will catch you soon. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 